God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Way Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to calvarywayrevivallabors at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, the Lord started talking to us on the subject of faith. And this today, He wants to conclude that teaching. So I want us to pay attention. The topic says, The just shall live by faith. Can we all say it? We are going to read four scriptures that spoke that same word, that same sentence. We are spoken by God in four different scriptures. One in the Old Testament and three in the New Testament. So let's see that so that you will know that God has no other way of life for the just apart from faith. Look at Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Okay, are you there? We can look at the screen and read together. One to go. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by what? His faith. The just is talking about the righteous. The righteous shall live by his faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Let's go together. One to go. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by what? Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. There is no other word of life available for the just apart from faith. Let's go. One to go. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Hebrew 10 verse 38. Hebrew chapter 10 verse 38. Let's go. One to go. Now. When please? When are we talking about? The, let's go now. The just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. In other words, God is only pleased when the just is following him by faith. And when you move to the next chapter, chapter 11, verse 1, it educated us on what the meaning of faith is. What did he say? Now, faith is what? The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated 
that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Everybody was six together, one to go. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Must believe that he is. And that is a rewarder of them. There are two things that everyone that comes to God must believe. One, you must believe that he is. Everyone, a child, a teenager, an adult, a youth that comes to God must believe that God is existing. I noticed that some human beings say they are atheists. At, at, at nice. They don't believe in the existence of God. But I know they, you know they are deceiving themselves because even the nature, there are so many natural evidences that prove that God is. But the one that will shock you, the one that will shock you was that the devil also believed that God is. Look at James chapter 2 verse 19. The devil believed that God is. And then human beings say you don't believe. It's a taste. Are you there? Let's read together. One to go. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe. And they tremble. Some of you believe you don't tremble. The devils are ahead of you. They believe. And they add trembling to their what? To their faith. They believe that there is God. Some people say there is no God. The Bible said the fool said in his heart that there is no God. Now, anyone that comes to God must believe that he is. You know the devil comes to God too. When you read Job chapter 1 verse 6, the Bible says, And the children of God gathered to present themselves unto God. What happened? And Satan also came to present himself to God. Why did he come to present himself to God? Because he believed that, are, that God is. So that aspect of faith, believing that God is, is so simple, so common. That is why every religious person prays. That is why every religious person reads Bible. That is why we do all the things we do. We give offering, we pay tithe. Because we believe that there is God. And so we come to God. On Sunday we go to church. We worship. We believe that there is God. God is. Satan also believes. So we are, we are not yet ahead of him. If our faith ends at that level. The second level we are pleasing God comes in. Please pay attention. Is believing that he is a rewarder of those who what? Diligently seek him. That's the aspect of faith that, you know, we are supposed to live by. Believing that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. This is the faith that produces ardent, diligent seekers of God. Because you can't seek God if you don't believe that he is there 
and that he rewards those that are seeking him. Let me give you an example. If you say, let me seek God by prayer and fasting now, and then you start fasting, you will notice that as you are praying and fasting, for one day, for two days, three days, four days, if you will reach that level, you may come to a point where something will be telling you, why are you wasting your time? Eh? Why will you have to spend such number of hours praying? But the, the one that has believed that God is a rewarder, somebody say a rewarder. Yeah. There is someone that pays people or gives people reward. When they begin to seek him diligently. So you see such a person, he is seeking God by prayer, by fasting, by separating time to study the word of God in order to hear God, in order to, you know, encounter God. Because he knows that this thing he is doing, there is a reward. You know that when, when people are aware that there is a reward for what they do, they do it with passion and with zeal. Through of us. If I ask, let's say, uh, Bro Romanus, come to this place every Sunday and sweep it, maybe clean it, mop it one hour before the time. If he's doing that without being sure of what the reward will be, he may be doing it casually. But if I call him by the side and say, if you do this well for the next two months, I'm going to give you maybe... One million naira for two months. But subject to the fact that you do it well. What do you think will happen? His attitude will change. You will, he will become very diligent. Sometimes when you see him coming to, to do the sweeping and you want to stop him on the road, you say you will not understand. Please give way. I don't want to miss this reward. Are you getting it now? People that seek God... They seek God with their time. They pray with their time. They fast. They deny themselves food. They deny themselves sleep. They seek to hear the word of God. To get acquainted with God. To know God because they believe that there is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. And every seeking of God has a reward. That is what it means that they just the, the righteous if you are not righteous here this message is not for you you need to get righteous first by giving your life to Jesus very fast time is going now but for the just their way of life is not true the only way to live as a believer and please God is by faith there's no other way if you begin to doubt and listen whenever there is fear there is no faith Whenever there is doubt, there is no faith. Whenever there is worry, there is no faith. I have mentioned three things. Please, can you repeat them? Number one, fear. Number two, doubt. Number three, worry. Anytime you are afraid, you are not living by faith. Anytime you are doubting God, doubting the word of God, you are not living by faith. Anytime you are worried about the things around you, you are no longer operating by faith. How do you live above fear, above 
doubt, above worry, above adverse circumstances, contrary wind. How? Now listen. When we seek God, what are we looking for? What we want to get by seeking God is to hear the word of God speak to us. To hear God speak to us his word. What did I say we seek God for? Eh? To hear God. To hear God. Eh? The word of God, the Bible says, is God. And the truth is that no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance that you find yourself in, when you seek God and hear God speak to you in that situation, faith comes up. The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing the word of God. Three of us. Romans 10 verse 17 or so. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So, we seek God to hear the word of God, and when the word of God comes, what happens? Eh? Let's read it. One to go. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I want to I want us to consider three cases of men that face challenges in the scripture and they found time to seek God. And the word of God came to them and they operated by that word and they overcame. Let's start with David. 2 Samuel chapter 21 verse 1. 2 Samuel 21 verse 1. Are you there? Let's read together one to go. Then there was a famine in the days of David. Three years, year after year. And David inquired of the Lord. And the Lord answered, It is for Saul and for his bloody house, because he slew the Gibeonites. There were famines. Three years, the first year, second year, third year. You know, when it was happening the first year, they were taking it as if it's a normal thing. Second year, third year, and David woke up and said, No, 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 no. I, I we need I need to seek God to know what is the cause of this famine. And David inquired of the Lord and asked the Lord, Lord. Why is this famine? Famine is not a normal, a normal thing that can happen or should happen to us. So when an abnormal things are happening around your life, let me give you some examples. A young man that you know that you are doing your best in a, in a, in Igbo they say in a bambo. You do your best. You wake up. You are diligent. You do your business well, but at the end of the day, you notice that no money is remaining in your hand. It looks as if money will come, and before you know it, the money will go, and you are in debt. That is not a normal situation. 
when things that are happening smoothly for others, when it is your own time for it to happen, your own will begin to have a lot of delays, a lot of hindrances, a lot of stories will start coming up. That's abnormal. It is time to seek the Lord, to know why. Eh? He that comes to God must believe. So when you are saying, God, what is the cause of this famine? You are there waiting to hear what the word of God. Telling you that this is the reason why this is happening. You look at your family. You notice that your sisters are not marrying. Your brothers are not doing well in business. Things are not happening. Those who are married are not having children. Something is not going well. It looks as if nothing is moving fine for everybody. Or it looks as if people will come to a particular age, they will die. They are not living long. Some kind of certain wrong occurrence keeps happening. You need to seek God to know why is this so. And you don't need to stop until you hear the word of God. Why we seek God is to hear God speak to us. And tell us what is the cause. What is the problem? Why is this thing like this? Some time ago, one of my babies was sick. And I ministered healing to him. No healing. I said, by his stripes you are healed. Declared it for days. Nothing was going on. Nothing was happening. I need to now say to God... Lord, why is it that it looks as if your word is not working again? What am I doing now? I am seeking God. I'm trying to inquire. I'm trying to find out why is it this way? It's not supposed to be so. By this time, I'm not supposed to be at this level spiritually. Why is it that it will look as if I'm growing to a particular level and suddenly a man or a woman will come and have sex with me in the dream and everything will go down and I will start afresh again? Why is it that my spiritual life is never consistent? You are seeking to find out why. Please look at Genesis chapter 25. Genesis chapter 25. Verse 19. And these are the generations of Isaac. <laughs> you know, if I will take you a bit back, you see that Abraham has two sons. First was Ishmael, isn't it? And then there is Isaac. Though he later married one concubine and um, one Keturah or so. And um, that has a lot of children for him. That one later, that was after Sarah has died. But if you look at verse 12, you see how he listed the generations of Ishmael. He said, now these are the what? The generations of Ishmael. Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bare unto Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael. By their names, according to their generations, the firstborn of Ishmael, Nebajot, and Kedah, and Adibiel, and Mesam, Misham, Duma, Masa, and so on. 
Now go to verse 19. He now wanted to list the generations of Isaac. He said, Abraham's son. Isaac begat, Abraham begat Isaac. Verse 20. The next thing that should have happened is what? Isaac begat, but there is a problem. What was the problem? As of the time, Ishmael has given birth to 12 sons. 12 sons. Isaac, 20 years after marriage, his wife has not conceived. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padan Aram, the sister to Leban, the Syrian. Are you following now? He wanted to list the children of Isaac, but there's nobody to call. And he said, ah, why? Let me explain the reason. The reason is because when Isaac married, year one, year two, year three, year four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, to twentieth year, or maybe to nineteenth year, the wife was barren. The wife has no child. Who knows the kind of prayer Isaac was praying for his wife? But look at the prayer he now prayed in verse 21. At 19th year of his wife's barrenness. Let's read it together. I want to go. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife. Because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Who has a version that is not King James? Good news. Read it for me. Or NIV. Fast, living Bible. Any version that is not King James. Verse 20 or 21. Okay? This one is, he prayed. What, what of good news? He prayed. Any version that uses a different word? Eh? Pleaded. Which version is that? Living Bible. And Isaac pleaded. He pleaded. He brought out time and began to say to God, I had the story of how I was born at the age of 99, when my father was 99. That was when my mother conceived. Why we the same the same history repeat again. Is it not you that told me that I'm a child of covenant? Even Ishmael, that was not a child of covenant, that was cast away, the bond woman and his child, married and immediately he began to have sons, 12 of them. Why will my own be delayed? He was inquiring, he was pleading, he was praying. It takes real faith in God to pray real prayers. Now look at what happened in verse 22. And the children struggled together within her. That's Rebecca now. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. Verse 23. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, 
and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one, one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Now, Rebecca was pregnant, and she was having a lot of discomfort. And she said something. Look at verse, um, where is that version that is not in James? Let me see uh, that verse 22. She said, verse 22, verse 22. But the children inside her struggled with each other. And she said, what did she say? Why is this happening to me? She knew that this is not normal. Why is this happening to me? Is there anything that is happening in your life that you have not taken time to ask why? Is there anything happening in your family that you have not asked why? Why is this happening to me? And you know, the moment she asked that question, she didn't go to ask her husband. She didn't go to ask her midwife, a nurse. She didn't go to lab test. She didn't go to hospital to see a doctor. If she has gone to hospital to see a doctor, what do you think that the doctor would have concluded at the end of all his examinations? Eh? You know, this their terminology, you just find one 20 letter word and tell you that that's what he's suffering from. One medical explanation will come out. In fact, the day she will go, if he's a doctor that is looking for money, he may give her bed and say, woman, your case is very critical. Eh? You can't go home. Oh. And then he will just get the drip and put on her. She didn't go to look for men's report. The Bible says she went. Somebody says she went. That went eh, is talking about a movement. Are you following me? Get King James so that you see it. She went. She went to inquire of the Lord. She went. The Bible would have said, and she inquired of the Lord. She went. So it's like where she was was not where the inquiry was done. Are you, are you agreeing with me? She left the location where she was and went to a place to ask the Lord, why is this thing happening to me, a child of God? This should not happen to a child of God. And while she was asking that question, the word of the Lord came to her. The Lord said to her, the Lord did not speak to her husband. It's not her husband that came to ask. Several women are always depending on, her, on their husband. My husband said, my husband said, my husband said. Even in the matters they are supposed to, you know, bring out time and seek the Lord. To hear what God is saying concerning their life, their children, their marriage, their home, they will not. She went to inquire, why is our family like this? Look at all other families around. Why? I've told this story 
of a lady that got married into a family and for some years no child. She is born again, married as a virgin. And she said, no, I need to find out why. Why should a daughter of Zion like me keep myself pure and holy and married as a virgin, as a child of God? And I will not have a child. While prostitutes, unbelievers that married with all kinds of immorality, they are having children, inviting me to their child education. No, no, no. She went to seek the Lord. On the third day, the Lord appeared to her. The rewarder of those that diligently seek him came. And said, woman, she saw a vision of what happened in that family years ago. The grandfather of the family was such a, a prince of darkness that when he died, they have to get a, a young boy to bury him with. You know, such a thing happened in the olden days. I don't know whether it's happening now. They looked for someone to bury him, a young boy, and the boy was crying as they were burying him alive. I was saying that nobody should have a child in this family. If you people can do this for me. And you know, that cause jumped generation. Eh? And while she entered, the thing came and stood. Look at the Gibeonites. They were not supposed to be killed by the Israelites, according to the covenant that Joshua had with them. But Saul came up and killed them. And then, after many years, Saul has died, though. David is now the king. Are you following me at all? Sometimes it may not be immediately. These things are legalistic in the spiritual realm. The devil, the accuser of the brethren can just come up, pop up with such a case and begin to argue it. And from there you will get a legal backing to do something, manipulate situation, finances and all of that that you see somebody will start struggling unnecessarily. I challenge all the believers to learn how to seek the Lord. If not for anything, to know why this is happening to me. Why? Why am I falling and rising spiritually? Why am I falling and rising physically? Why am I falling and rising academically? Why have I reached the age of marriage? My mates are marrying I, I, I am not yet married. What is happening? Is there any spiritual explanation? If there is none, no problem. But you need to find out whether there is. It's not a casual thing. That's why you must be diligent in the seeking of God. Is a rewarder of those that what? Rebecca sought God. And God responded to her. I pray that you will be challenged to seek God. Remember, the just shall live by what? That's the only way. The only way to please God is by faith. And when you seek God diligently, you must have to do that with all your heart. I want us to read a few scriptures on how to seek God diligently. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Verse 29. 
Are you there? Let's read together. One to go. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him when? If thou seek him with what? All your hearts. And with what again? All your heart. And all your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your emotions, your feelings, your will. Your heart. Talking about your spirit. Everything within you shall be invested. You don't allow your mind to begin to wonder why you are focusing, trying to hear God. Two days ago, I want to pray for Nigeria. I have been praying for Nigeria. So I say to God, I want to pray for Nigeria now, but I don't want to just say, God, please uh, help Nigeria. Let the election go well. No, I want to know what you are saying concerning Nigeria. I want to hear you. Seeking God is about what? Hearing the voice of God. Some of you say you are not hearing God. Do you know why you are not hearing God? Number one reason is that you have not learned to what? Seek God with all your heart. Over the weekend, one of our sisters was in a set apart. And I have to push her to go for that set apart. I say, go and seek God. So that if you are saying yes to this man that proposed to you, you know that it is God that say, marry this man. If you are saying no, you know that it is God that say no. You know, what is going on among believers is pathetic. When people want to marry, as if God does not speak again. They are doing, checking a lot of things. Some will be looking at color, uh, where you come from, age, all sorts of things. They will not seek God to know what God is saying. Some are looking for people that will pray for them. Eh? Somebody came, to, came for counseling one day, a lady, and brought names. I said, man of God, please check for me. Out of these names, the one that is the will of God, they are all coming for me in marriage. I should check for her. No. And let me tell you, any man of God or woman of God you go to and tell the person to check for you, hear God for you, that man of God is not correct. That woman of God is not correct. If he's a correct man of God or woman of God, you know what he's going to do? He is going to ask you to go and pray. Go and pray. If God is your father, he will what? Speak to you first. Then you will now come to the man of God for what? Confirmation. For guidance. And not when you have not prayed at all. Some years ago, a sister called me and said, eh, please help me pray. A man is coming for my hand in marriage. I carried the prayer point, knelt down before God and said, God, is this man the husband to this sister? The Lord said, tell her to come to me first. I want to talk to her as, as a father. When I finish talking to her, she cannot come to you for confirmation. I stopped the prayer. I called her on phone and said, have you ever prayed about this matter before? She said that she doesn't want to pray about it, that she, she, she feels like she should just throw the burden to me so that I will carry the burden. I said, God said you should pray first. 
Because he wants to talk to you as a father. If God is your father, why wouldn't a father talk to his son or daughter? Why, why, why are you going to, you, you know, it's, it's so embarrassing. You see believers, they will line up in places where there are, uh, you know, um, all these kind of fake prophets and um, prophetess that are collecting money. Fast lane is, used to be 1,000. Um, Express is 3,000. Then, now that price of everything has increased, what is fast lane now? Uh-huh. Those of you that are saying 10,000, we must find out how you got to know. Eh? As if you don't have a, 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 a father, as if you don't have the spirit of God that searches all things. The Bible says we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit that is from God, that we will know the things that we are freely given to us by God. He said, for the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. 1 Corinthians 2, from verse 9, 10, 11. The spirit searches all, even the deep things of God. All things. You must seek him with all your heart before you can find him. Let's also read um, 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19. 1 Chronicles 22, 19. This is 2.19. Say 22.19. Let's read together. One to go, please. Everybody look up, read. One to go. Now, when? When? Do what? Set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. That's okay. When a clock is wrong, and you want to make it right. What language do we normally use? The clock hand is on the wrong number. You do what? You set it. If you are going to seek God diligently and find him, you need to set two things. One is what? Your heart. Two is what? Your soul, your mind, your feelings. Your, you know, when you, your heart is not totally given to God, when you have not, you know, first of all, surrendered your life to Jesus, you don't put your trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. Jeremiah 29, 13. Are you there? Let's read together. One to go. And ye shall seek me and find me. When? When you shall search for me. With what? All your heart. You shall seek me and find me. When you, oh my God. Okay, Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. God has a way. The word of God is that he does not reveal himself to any man 
who is not seeking him with all his heart. If you still have alternative, for example, there are some of us that if you are to be in the place of Rebecca, is when you have gone to the doctor and the doctor say, well, what is happening to you has no cure. Eh? Go home and wait for your death. That is when some believers will now say, oh God, you know that you are the only hope I have. Why don't you go to him first? Let's read together. I want to go. Sow to yourself in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is what? Time to seek the Lord. Till he come and do what? There are some of us that your problem is righteousness. You see yourself falling into sin again and again. You know that as a Christian that is preparing for heaven, that you are not supposed to be telling lies, but you are still telling lies. Are you not aware that all liars will go to hell? According to Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. Why are you still telling lies? You know that fornicators are going to hell. You want to stop it, but you see yourself, you fall again into it and again and again. Lost. Pornography. All kinds of anger, sin, envy, pride. What is the solution? It is time to seek the Lord. How long are you going to seek him? How long? Until he come. Don't leave that place until he come. One of our sisters in those days said, she decided to hear what God is saying about her life. So she went into fasting and prayer. And she said, I am not going to stop this fasting and prayer until I hear God. She came back on the fourth day. And she said, it was on the fourth day that God appeared. And said, my daughter, you have been waiting upon me. This is it. This is it. You know, when he comes, he gives you direction. Eh? He gives you what? He will guide you. He promises to guide us. Psalm 32 verse 8. He said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will also do what? Guide thee with my... The next verse, verse 9. He said, Do not be like a horse or like a mule that has what? No understanding. Whose mouth? You need to hold the mouth with a bit and bridle. Otherwise, they will not come near you. He said, Horses and mules, before they will come near you, you need to bridle them. He said, don't be like them. God is real. God is faithful. When you see a man staying before God, praying for one hour, seeking God for two hours, seeking God for three hours, four hours, five hours, that man, he, ha he has learned that it is only God that instructs and teaches and guides. He knows how to come near to God. 
But those that are waiting for like a, a horse, like a mule to be bridled before they come near. He said, those people, they have no understanding. I pray that you will be one of those that have understanding in the seeking of God in the name of Jesus Christ. The verse we used to pray, Isaiah 58 verse 11, he said, The Lord shall guide me continually. He will guide you continually. Isaiah 58, 11. When the Lord is guiding a man continually, that man, Isaiah 58, 11, that man is going to, you know, be satisfied in famine. That's the power of divine guidance. His bone shall be made fat. When other people are saying that there is famine, he will not touch him. He will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water. Whose waters fell not. All we are saying is that it is impossible to please God. When you want to please a man, what do you do? You discover what the man wants and you do it. Through of us. When you want to please God, what do you do? Eh? You discover what God wants and you do it. How do you discover what God wants? Who knows how? By hearing his voice. How do you hear the voice of God? By diligently seeking. You have to face the matter. Sometimes when I want to hear God, I will say to God, I have come to hear you and I'm not going to leave this place of prayer until I hear you. You are my father. And a father talks to his son. I have come to hear my father talk to me. And I will remain there. I will pray. I will worship. I will listen again. I will pray again. And I will wait. And I, I want to tell us, you know, God is faithful. God is what? Very faithful. Some of the things that are facing us my challenges. Look at um, this man, Jehoshaphat, Second uh, Chronicle twenty. The armies of the Midianites, all of them, the, the the Moab, they gathered to fight him. The Bible said he made up his mind. Second Chronicle twenty. They gathered to fight against him. In verse three, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. And the Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of the Judah, they came to seek the Lord. They came to seek the Lord. With fasting. He prayed. When he finished praying, they waited. Verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord. All Judah. All Judah stood before the Lord. With their little ones, their wives and their children, all of them were fasting. They were seeking the Lord. Why are they seeking the Lord? Because a great challenge came. These people that are like the sand upon the seashore, they came to battle and wipe them out. And they said to God, you are the only one we have. They cried, they prayed, they talked to God. And they were standing, waiting. The next thing that happened in verse 14, then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jer, the son of Matiah, a Levite of the son of Asaph, 
overcome the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah and all inhabitants of Jerusalem. And thou king Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours. But what? Tomorrow, go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Zeir, and you shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. That is the word of God that came as a result of that what? Seeking God. The word came when we seek God diligently with all our heart, with all our soul. We hear the word of God and faith cometh by what? When Jehoshaphat heard this word, his heart became strong. He became full of faith. That was what made him to say to the singers to line up and begin to sing. Can you imagine that? When they are facing people that are coming against them with sword, with guns, and they are only singing and clapping. They have guns, so where is their confidence now? In the Lord. In the Lord, How did they get confidence in God? By the word of God. Oh God, why is it that at this age I am not yet married? I'm supposed to be married by now. And you are waiting. And you are praying. And you are seeking God with fasting. It will take knowing that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him to be in fast. Because even when Jesus was addressing the disciples about fasting in Matthew 6, he said, when you fast, not if you fast, do it in the secret and your father who sees in the secret will reward you openly. So there is a reward for fasting. There is a reward for prayer. Is a rewarder. When we fast, we know that even though hunger may come, but there is a reward. So that's why we, we remain. Are you following me at all? Some time ago, God asked me to go without food for 21 days. I was drinking only water. For 21 days, I was there. How did I continue with water for 21 days? Because I know that there is a reward for these 21 days of without, uh, without food. Are you following me at all? You can't do that kind of thing unless you know that God is a rewarder. And when you, when you wait upon God and spend that kind of time with him, you will hear God. He will give you direction. He will, give, he will reveal things that are deep to you. Jeremiah 33 verse 3, what did he say? Call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things which you have not known about your life about your wife, about your husband, about your family, about your children. There are great and mighty things that you have not known. Eh? How will you know that? By calling upon God. He will not show you when you don't call upon him. You need to call upon him. Why is it that my father grew up and he never rose above this level? And I'm growing up and it seems as if I'm stopping at the level my father stopped. There, is the, there, there are great and mighty things behind it. Why is it that my father died early? And, you know, some of you, you don't, you don't trace such things. Because if you are not careful, what used to kill those people will also come and kill you. 
is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So when you want to know the will of God, you seek God. When there are challenges facing you, when there are abnormalities, you don't keep quiet. You wait upon God to hear God. Many, many people that say they are born again are religious. How do I know? They pray. They, they recite prayer. They pray some. But they don't seek to what? To hear what God is saying. Are you following me at all? The God is still speaking. He can speak to you from the word of God. He can speak to you through dreams. He can speak. But I used to warn people about dreams, visions, and trance. Because when the devil came to Jesus to tempt him, the Bible says he took him to a mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of this world in a moment. In what? Where, which mountain will you stand and you see all the kingdoms of this world in a moment? Which physical mountain is that? That is a trance. The devil came and showed Jesus, the only begotten son of God, a trance. And you are telling me that all the trance you have had is from God. Are you getting me at all? All the dreams you have had is from God. No. There is a voice of the spirit within. If you, if you are born again, truly born again, I pity those who are not born again. I just, when I look at them like this, I just pity them. If they are here, please do fast now and get into Christ. Because there's no other way to live. There's no hope for such a person beyond now. Everything he is hoping for is in this life. There is a voice of the Spirit that when, even when you have dream or vision, the voice comes to confirm it and tell you, this one is from me. This one is not from me. And you will keep on. It's the same voice that shows you revelation. There is a book that is there. Developing intimacy with God, how to hear from God and obey Him. Many of us, when you see it, you do as right. Eh? The phone you are using, the watch, the clothes you are wearing, are how many times more than that? Some will buy it, they will not read it. There's no way Satan does not fight people. So we read, get into the chapter that we minister to them. The devil will fight them, all the ancestral spirits will gather. Mammoth spirits, imported and exported, will gather together and say, You will not cross this chapter. And they will abandon it at that point. Amen. I want to conclude with David. He showed us some examples in this. There are four aspects of his example we want to see quickly and we round up. Look at what happened to David when he was running away from Saul. First Samuel chapter 23. First Samuel 23. He was running from Saul and he came to a, a city called Keilah. And the Philistines were fighting against Keilah. And David and his men fought against the Philistines and conquered the Philistines and delivered Keilah from the hand of the Philistines. And then verse 7, and it was told Saul that David was come to Keilah. And Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand. For he is shut in by entering into a town that has gates and bars. I don't have time to explain why Saul will be saying that God has delivered David into his hand. Can you imagine that? I don't have time for that. Look at verse 8. And Saul called all the people together to war, to go down to Keilah, to besiege David and his men. How many people did Saul call together? All the armies of Israel. Now look at what happened in verse 9. And David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abiata, the priest, 
bring it at the effort. Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant has certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. The first question, will the men of Keilah deliver me up into his hand? Okay, it's like I didn't ask the first one first. Will Saul come down as thy servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. Are you, are you getting something now? He was diligent. I beseech thee, O Lord God of Israel, tell me. And the Lord said, he will what? Saul is coming. It's better you hear from the Lord, not from the mouth of gossipers. Are you hearing me at all? Go and ask the Lord. Let me tell your neighbor. Neighbor, go and ask the Lord. He will give you authentic information. Spend time and ask him. Be diligent in it. If you get it, you have gotten the solution. And then he asks a question again. Will the men of Keilah that I delivered their life from the hand of Philistines, they would have been dead by now. Will they carry, a, carry me that delivered them and hand me over to Saul? What was the answer? God said, if you stay here, they will wrap you well. Eh? Despite the fact that you are the one that delivered them from the heart of Philistines, they will wrap you well and hand you over. You know, sometimes we begin to wonder, why will this person disappoint me? Hey, this person disappointed me. Oh, this one is a brother. This one is a sister. Look at what he did to me. It's because you didn't ask God. Are you hearing me? If you have asked God, ah, this man, he said he's going to pay. He's going to pay. You know, <laughs> if you know men, I mean, when they come to you, you go to God. Look at these people. I was shocked that David did not ask the third question. He should have asked, Lord, should I go? Eh? The, mo <laughs> the moment God said, they will hand you over, what did he do? He, he picked his race. Seeking God gives you direction. Some of you here now, you need direction. Stop thinking and worrying. Things are bad. Things are not going well. There, is, there are depths here and there. There are trouble everywhere. Lock your door. Or go for a, a, to a retreat center and cry to the God of heaven. Remain there until you hear him. I remember God asking me to come up. Come up! I was preparing to go for three days uh, set apart. He said, come up! It cannot be three days. I want to talk to you on the seventh day. And I prepared and went up. And I was there. On the seventh day, it looks as if somebody tapped me. I woke up. I felt the tap. I woke up and I heard his voice talking in my spirit. And then when he finished talking, he told me, this word I gave you now, open to this particular book of the Bible, you will see it written seven times. That is how you will know that I am the one that spoke it to you. I opened to that chapter. I, I was counting. I met it seven times. I said, you are God. On the seventh day, who said that God is not real? Because you have not met him. Somebody will meet God today. Look at 1 Samuel 30. 
The Amalekites came and carried David. Okay, look at from verse 1. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and has taken the women captive that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was born with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept, until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinom the Jezreelite, Abigail the wife of Nebah the Camelite. And David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the effort. And Abiathar brought hither the effort to David. Verse 8. Let's read it together. One, two, go. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fear recover all. Please listen. What I'm teaching us today is my life. That is how I have lived my life. For many, many years now. And we have to ask him, before, hear him before I move. Are you following me at all? That's, that's the way a Christian should live. Trust in the That's the way Jesus lived. This is the life of Jesus too. He said the son can do nothing by himself. Nothing. Except what he sees the father do. Sometimes people will look at me and say, you are very lucky. Your, 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 your life is moving very fast. I say, it's not luck, luck. It's not luck. These things you are seeing is by diligent seeking of the Lord. Diligent seeking of the Lord. When you want to know a man, if he has a wife, ask him, who, who, who is your husband? If, you want, if he doesn't have a wife, maybe he's a, a, a youth, go and ask his younger brother, not elder, younger sister, who is this person? There are several locations, and you know, when God is speaking, it, it may not sound reasonable. It may not sound, you know, for, to the reasonable man. I was asking a brother, I said, why did you go and propose to a sister when you know that it is not yet time for marriage? And he was a, an honest brother. He said to me that, the reason why he went and proposed was because he was afraid that someone else will propose before him and carry the sister whom he is thinking that it is the will of God for him. He is what? Afraid. That's why he went and proposed first. I say he's an honest brother. Many of you will not be honest to say that. Just say, I'm, I was led somehow, but somehow I was not led. I was led in the dream. I was led, you know. He was honest. He, he said, I'm afraid. What did we say about fear? 
Where there is fear, is there faith? If God said to you that this person is your wife, and she just graduated and was going for you service, and the devil come and say, ah, remember you service. She will see many, many fine tongue-speaking Jinjin brothers, and she may follow them, oh, you better propose before she go. If you are a man of faith, you will tell the devil, it is not yet time. If God wants me to marry this sister, he, God, will do what? He will keep her for me. When I am ready, when it is time, I will marry her. The same thing with sisters. Many of you are jittery, fearful, making a lot of mistakes, doing things that you are not supposed to do because you will not seek God and stand where God is standing. As if there is no God. Excuse me, sister. It's not about your age. It's about what God is saying about your marriage. Are you hearing me at all? Uh, I am 35. I am 40. No. What is God saying? What is God saying? You may go and pray and say, God, why am I 40? And I'm not... I'm, I'm not yet married. And you are serious. You will be there praying, praying. You will see 42 in a trance. I say, God, what is 42? He said, the man is coming at your 40, 42nd year. That's when the man will come. And when you come back from such set apart, you will become peaceful. Are you getting me? Because you have contacted someone. He that is the maker of heaven and earth. And there is nothing he cannot do. Why is it that it's only sisters that are agitating about age? When I have seen brothers that are 45, all getting to 50 and they are not yet married, who are they going to marry? Or who are they going to Two more scriptures and we close. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 2. 2 Samuel chapter 2. Are you in 2 Samuel? Chapter 2. Are you there? Let's go. And it came to pass after this that David did what? Inquired of the Lord. Let me tell your neighbor. Neighbor, learn to inquire of the Lord. Many of us, we are too occupied with uh, WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram. Eh? What are they showing now? You open. You watch a little video. You close. You go to another place. You tell your neighbor, if you will not have time to inquire of the Lord. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up into any of the city of Judah? And the Lord said unto him, Go up. And David said again, Where shall I go up? And the Lord said, Hebron. David was in the wilderness for many years because Saul was looking for him to kill. Now Saul is dead in chapter 1. And David did not say, ah, now that Saul is dead, I am now free. Let me go into any of the cities that I like. Can you imagine this man? No wonder the Bible said that Jesus is the son of David. Because they have similar attitude towards God. Doing nothing except you hear from God. Uh, there is a job that came up, oh, uh, they said they are paying, excuse me, it's not about what they are paying, it's about what God is saying. Uh, my uncle called me and said uh, that there's a visa to US. 
No, I am not moved by visa. I am moved by the will of God. One of our brothers said to me that his uh, auntie came from U.S. and brought an invitation. You know, when somebody from there invites you for an occasion, it's an express visa. I hope you know that. For him, he's an, he said, the family gather for a family meeting. I say, who will go for the invitation? Somebody from the family, they say it's him. And he looked at all of them and said, God has not allowed me to go. I'm not going to America. He prayed and he knew that this is not the will of God. Some of you will go there. You know what happens to people? A lot of things. One of our brothers was telling me something yesterday. A sister that came for MLDT. She, came already, she already came for MLDT. Instead of completing MLDT on Sunday morning, she was rushing to go and pick a job at Lagos. And what happened? At Delta, there was an accident. Thank God she did not die. Thank God that she did not die. Because some people will have accident and die. Two of us. She didn't die. It's only bruises. And even till now, more than one week, she is still in the hospital. Where is the job? You will not ask God. David, for him to change location, to move from wilderness, to come to the city, he has to ask God, where, should I even go up? And God said, yes, go up. He now asks, I, I can go up anywhere, but I don't want to go up anywhere. Where do you want me to go up? Specific direction. These are men of faith. These are men of what? Who diligently seek him. Look at chapter 5 as I close. Verse 17. Chapter 5 verse 17. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David. And David heard of it and went down to the hole. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephim. And David inquired. Let me tell you another again. Neighbor. Learn to inquire of the Lord. And David inquired of the Lord. Saying, shall I go up to the Philistines? Will thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into their, your hand. Are you getting what, I'm, what, what, what is happening here? You know, David is a, a great man of war, two of us. This is several years after he has killed uh, Goliath. And now he is the king. He has been made king. And these people came. He should have mustered the armies of Israel and said, let's go and fight them. But before he will even go for battle, he will ask, should I go up and fight the Philistines? This is what it means to be a Christian. Every other thing you are doing outside this is the religion. And religion has not taken us anywhere and is not going to take you anywhere. Those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. How do we know God? By seeking God. What do you get from seeking God? To hear the word of God. What comes to you when you hear the word of God? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And by that faith, you become a man that pleases God. After that first one has finished, he fought them and destroyed them. They gathered again in verse 22. And the Philistine came up yet again. Somebody say again. And spread themselves in the valley of refuge. And when David inquired of the Lord, did you see something now? 
he inquired again. They came again. He inquired what? Again. That's how to be a Christian. If they come the third time, you will inquire the third time. You don't say, well, I finished them up in the first one. I will finish them up again. No. You ask him again. And when he asks him again, the Lord say, don't go up like before now. This time around, they have gone to do some level of enchantment, some level of charm that are so dangerous that if you go without me going first, eh, they will finish you up. You will die. Many people have died. Fighting the battle of the Lord. Why? They were not careful to ask the Lord. And the Lord said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry tree. And let it be, when thou hearest the sound of a going in the top of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself, for then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so, as the Lord has commanded him. And he smote the Philistines from Gaba until they come to Gaza. The secret of victory in life, even in the days of famine, even in the days of hardship, when every other, every other person is crying, eh, is to follow the guidance, the direction of God. When you hear him, seek him first, and then hear him. Make out time. I was asking a brother, one of us, this whole Christmas period, did you go for set apart? We announce it here, we announce it at CLDR, that disciples should separate two days, three days within the Christmas season to seek God in a set apart. I asked him, brother, did you do that? He said, he was praying. Did you go for set apart one day, two days, three days? No. I shouted. I said, what is your problem? How did you arrive at what you are doing now? And that is why many of us are doing the wrong thing. Listen, when you are doing something, you are in a job, you are in a business, or you are doing something, and that thing you are doing is not the will of God. You are not pleasing God, number one. You are not pleasing God, number one. Number two, the presence of God will not be with you. And number three, you will not be a success. That which you are looking for, you will not get it. We have one way of succeeding. That way is seeking God, hearing God, and doing what he wants. Everything I said it before, I have done, and I am doing, is by his voice. When I resigned last year, I heard his voice. He said, resign. I said, God, are you aware that it's just three years I will become a professor of electronic engineering? He said, I am aware. Senior lecturer, have been the head of the department for two years, two tenors. University of Nigeria and Suka. He said, I'm aware. Resign. I mean, the result of this one has not come home. We are still entering it gradually. But I bet you, the best thing that can happen to you as a child of God is that you are hearing God. And don't tell me that you are not hearing God. If you are not hearing God, you are not a diligent seeker of God. Because God is what? A rewarder of those who what? How does he reward them? He reward them by speaking to them.
speaking to them. I was telling my wife, I said, when you want to go for set apart, don't look at the face of the children. Don't look at the people that are in the house. Don't look at uh, maybe Ozzy the Nono. You know Ozzy the Nono? Women, are you there? Ozzy the Nono. Don't look at it. Close your eyes. Carry your bag. Move. Off your phone. Off your what? Phone. And on the phone of heaven. Then you will see God. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Matthew 5 verse 8. Pure in heart. With all your heart, you are seeking him. Rise on your feet and pray. Some of you need to repent today. And say to God, I'm a sinner. Some of you need to say to God, what I'm doing now, I'm not sure of it. I will seek you to find out what to do. Some of you, you need to say to God, I'm not even just. I have not even given my life to Christ. I need to, first of all, become the just before I talk about living by faith. Please pray. That prayer will not last long. In the next two, three minutes, I will round it up. Pray and ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. You went and took up a political position. Did you ask God? Is that the will of God for your life? You decided to relocate to another place. One brother called me on phone. That we are talking on phone. And he said, brother, let me tell you. Apart from Lagos, Abuja, and Portacourt, there's no other place in this nation where there is job. I don't know what, what, what you people are doing at Enugu. He thought I was still working. That was why he was talking. He didn't know that I'm in a, on a different frequency. As if God cannot ask you to live in a village and then he will come there and bless you there. As if God cannot ask you to teach primary school students and while you are teaching them, one parent will come one day and say, Come! I saw you in my dream last night. Who are you? What do you want? And from teaching primary school students, the next thing you are in Canada. You will not want to follow God. You will not, you don't want to obey God. Oh God, I need a baby. I need a baby. Or I carry your megaphone. Go for morning crying. Go for morning crying. Do it for one month. That's, that's what God can tell you when you are seeking him for a baby. Okay, I need to get married. Oh yeah, start praying for all the married women that are not, that are not having child. It's an assignment. A woman says she's, she's asking God for a baby boy. God start, oh yeah, start interceding for all the brothers you know. Begin to pray for all the brothers you know. Fast and pray for them. You need a baby boy. Start with praying for the brothers you know. Fast and prayer. And she did it for about three months. And today she has a baby boy. What you are looking for is with God. But you need to seek him. That's the way of our life. The just has no other way of life. Apart from the way of faith. Don't pick up a job if it's not God that is leading you there. Drop that job now. Drop it now. Don't go there tomorrow. I mean resign if you are not sure it's God. Do what God is asking you to do. And do only that. You will come out of depth by God's direction. He said, and the Lord will guide you continually. The Lord will guide you continually. Continually. It is time to seek God. Until he comes and rain righteousness upon us. It is time to seek God. Set 
set your heart set your heart and your your soul to seek God set it you see a brother on Sunday like this say, eh, I don't feel like going for a moment of encounter or discipleship it's not as if God is asking you not to go you are doing your will you are not pleasing God it is not possible to please God if you don't have faith I want to conclude this prayer. You can go home and pray more. But if you are here today, you want to make a commitment to live by faith, by seeking God, by, by following God. You don't want to be casual and careless. You don't want to be unserious. Some of you are here, you are not serious with God. You know it. You want to say to God, I want to be serious with you from today. I want to be serious with your word, with prayer, with discipleship. I am making a commitment to be serious. Please, come forward. Let me pray for you. I want to pray for only those who are, are, are desiring to be serious with God. Please, come. Come to the altar quickly. Be fast. Let me pray for you. If you are not serious, if you are serious before, don't come. If you are not serious and you want to be serious from today, then come. You are not serious before now and you want to be serious with God. Come forward. I want to pray for you. I want to be serious with God. Come forward. If you are serious before now, please don't come. If you are not born again, come here. You need God. Please tell God why you are here. Ask him to help you. To quicken you. To strengthen you. You want to be a diligent seeker of God. You want to be serious with God from today. He's a rewarder. He doesn't fail to reward those that diligently seek him. Promise God that you will be serious. Let him give you grace. You won't be coming if you come this Sunday, next Sunday you will not come. You just be doing little. No, 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 no. Say, Jesus, I want to go to heaven. I want to be free from sin. It is time to seek God. Until he comes and rain righteousness upon you. Leba zanto kandala bashanda, elanda la basunto kandala bashande lebos, elaka zende leboshanda rabazanda, emahanda la basunto kandala basande lebosha, zende kanto la basanto kandala bashanda. Thank you. Ma leba zunto kandelebosha, landa rabazende kandi. In Jesus' name we pray. Lift up your hands. Father, I pray for grace upon these ones that are out here on the altar. Let your grace fall upon them that will enable them to become serious with you from today. Quicken them by your spirit. Quicken them by your spirit that from today they will take you as number one. And other things we follow. In the name of Jesus Christ. Those of them that are not born again. I pray that they will not escape here. Without being born again. Let them encounter the Holy Ghost. And let them get transformed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus mighty name. We pray. Let the amen be better. You can go back to your seat. You can take some, your pen and paper, write down things that you must begin to do today. 
If you are praying less than one hour per day, tell yourself, I must tarry in prayer for one hour. If you are not reading your Bible every day, tell yourself, I will start reading my Bible every day. Make out time. And you will see how God will start rewarding you. Amen. Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website, www.calvaryonline.org. For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to calvaryrevivalibos at gmail.com or call 080-6560-7999. You could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Revival Labels.